What is reading and readers? How did it come about? What goes into making a podcast? Where is this podcast going? All these questions and more answered in today's special episode. Hi, my name is Terence, and I'm your host for Reading and Readers, a podcast where I review Christian books for you. Except I'm not reviewing any books today. One of my favorite、uh, things to do in,、uh, in terms of movie experience is watching the behind the scenes,、uh, where the director shows you what goes on behind the camera. So today we're just gonna do a bit of that. And、uh, so first up, let me just explain. Something odd about this book review podcast, and、um, that would be your first impression on listening to this podcast. You will notice it, the podcast cover art does not have any books or bookshelves or persons、uh, reading books on it. Instead, what you get is a desert with a river and leaves. So what's what's with that? And the reason behind that,、uh, just to again give you a behind-the-scenes look at what what goes on here, I hired a graphic designer, Hannah, to do the cover art, and、uh, that process of me getting the graphic designer and also choosing the song for this podcast is an episode by itself. But anyway,、uh, I was trying to describe to her what I intended for this podcast. In my first draft to her, I explained that.、Um, The way I see it, many people's their lives are like a disaster zone. It's like an earthquake or tsunami, and people are struggling in their lives. So I see my role sometimes as bringing some aid, some encouragement, some light into their darkness and struggle, because I think that a good book can do that. A good book can shed some light into. Many things, whether it's suffering, or whether it is、uh, God's sovereignty or temptation, and so on. So I think a good book can help to explain many things because many writers spend、uh, time to think about those things. So I think a good book can do good. And I was describing these things to the to Hannah, and、uh, as I thought about it, I wondered whether there was、uh, a biblical metaphor to to ex- to describe what I just said. And what came to mind was Isaiah thirty five. Let me just read from Isaiah thirty five. It's a familiar one. I read from verse one to two, and later verse five to seven. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God.、Uh, in verse five,、uh, then the eyes of the blind shall be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame leap. Like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy, for waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. 
So that's from Isaiah. So if you can just imagine, again, if someone was to draw it out or just animate or make a movie out of it, I mean, it's such a glorious thing where the God comes and out of uh, the desert there is life. So to me, it's such an inspiration for, for what God can do in people's lives. And I find that my role, if I can put it that way, is maybe my one small role is that uh, to, to share what I read and, and in the hopes that it can bring life into your desert and barren uh, thoughts or struggles and so on. And before I started this podcast journey, I was already doing that. So sometimes people would uh, tell me things and then I would point them to a book. For example, once there was a young lady who asked about um, what I think about emotions in, in a worship service. Because you have two people arguing, two groups of people arguing. On one side, they say that uh, an emotion-led service is a problem. The problem being that... Uh, yeah, truth may or may not be told. Uh, your emotions go wild. And once the emotion subsides, what do you have left? Then you have the other group who says that an emotionless service is a problem because uh, there is no feeling, there is no heart, there is no joy, there is no zeal. And so they say that uh, some services with no emotions is a dead service. So this young lady um, asked me what are my thoughts and I instead, I, I directed her to uh, Religious Affections by Jonathan Edwards <laughs> uh, because I read that book and uh, to me, he just conclusively, all right, he just made it very clear the role of emotions um, and all these religious affections in the Christian life. So I directed uh, that book to her. She went to buy it and uh, she read halfway. She hasn't finished it yet, but she found it uh, uh, useful. Then uh, on another day, another young man asked me for book recommendations. At that time, uh, Jeff Vanderstelt's uh, Gospel Fluency was available for free. So I asked him to read it. He finished it and liked it. We have a couple of conversations about how to apply what we, uh, we have read and uh, he asked for more book recommendations. I gave him a few books from my library. So I mentioned, again, a young man, a young woman. It's because it's part of my ministry. I look after youth ministry in my church. And uh, later on, this youth then become young adults. And uh, I, I continue to uh, mentor them. And one of the ways I mentor them is by by books. I mean, uh, one young lady, for example, we have this uh, chat group where we ask questions. And uh, one young lady is reading Dietrich Bonhoeffer's Course of Discipleship. So she posted uh, screenshots of parts of pages where she doesn't understand. And the people in the chat group then uh, discuss about uh, what um, Bonhoeffer meant. And we discuss uh, um, having a conversation about that book. So 
If you think that I'm surrounded by readers, it's not really true because uh, by far these, these are minority in my circle. But I do encourage those around me and if given a chance, I would share. I would share about the books that I'm reading. I would share about uh, how this particular book can actually help you. And, and I just want to extend that love of reading good books to the people around me. Now, just because I enjoy reading books doesn't, mean, doesn't necessarily mean that a person would enjoy reading reviews, okay? Now, for that, I have to thank uh, Tim Chalice. Uh, Chalice.com is, uh, I got introduced many years back, and uh, I read his reviews, book reviews, and it struck me that I enjoyed reading his book reviews, and I learned so much without even reading those books yet. So it was a very interesting thing for me that um, I learned from the book review without reading the book, and it also uh, made me interested to, to get those books and to read them. So I owe a debt of gratitude to uh, Tim Chalice uh, for this, uh, his book reviews over the years. And uh, the many books he recommended has indeed helped me. Now, as you have heard, I, I help the young people. And uh, one of the things as I try to get them to read books... Some of the reasons why they don't read is because uh, good books are expensive. And uh, sometimes I would uh, poke them and say that, well, it seems that uh, you guys can afford games and movies and uh, expensive uh, coffee. Uh, but yes, uh, good books are expensive. <laughs> so that's why I choose to review Faith Life's free book of the month. In the first place, I'm already uh, using their service. I, I buy and I download their free books. And I buy their actual books every month. So I was thinking that uh, if I review these books, then I can, they can hear me um, share about why this book is worth reading. And maybe it would just compel uh, them and also you, dear listener, to download a free book. Did I mention it was free? <laughs> so that's why I, I um, do what I'm doing over here in the hope that more people will read. Now, I understand that books sometimes, the book reviews, partly the reason is to make a buying decision. Now, because it's free, there is no buying decision. The other part is, well, the reading decision. Whether do you want to commit a portion of your life to reading this book? Is it worth reading? So, okay, that's, so that's my role as well. The other thing I find is that some people don't read reviews to make that sort of decision. The reason why they read or uh, listen to a review or read a review is because they want to know what other people think about the book. So, uh, that's what I try to do here as well. And um, when I say a book is good or a book is bad, I try to be very conscious of the fact that uh, these uh, writers spend a lot of time uh, writing. So uh, writing is a craft and I appreciate them. And they are um, like the five books that uh, I reviewed this, uh, for this uh, podcast. Uh, they are written by, by Christians, by godly men. Uh, so far, it's all men. And um, so I, when I criticize their work, the reading, the, 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 the book, it doesn't mean that I... They are bad works. It just means that I personally don't like the book, for example, and I give reasons why. In the same way that some people may not like certain movies or like certain food or like certain songs. 
So it is a preference sort of thing. I tend, I try to be gracious um, and yet truthful to what I mean. I, I try to reserve my uh, harsher comments on uh, false teachings and, and books that uh, distort. And so far, we have not reached those books yet. But maybe one day I will share a few books that I have, I'm very, very critical because I think uh, they distort the faith. But all the books for this, uh, for this uh, launch, the five books that I reviewed, they are all good in that sense. Now, let's, let's talk about something else. What happens in making a podcast? Because uh, some people may want to know what's happening behind here. Well, first of all, I have to read the book. And uh, it's not like watching a movie. I say that doing a book review podcast is a lot harder than doing a movie review podcast. Now, a movie reviewer could actually disagree. And until that day when we have a face-off and uh, maybe a bit of uh, debate, um, I think that watching a movie only takes two hours, even a TV series which takes how many hours, it doesn't compare with the complexity and time and effort that is needed to actually read a book. So reading a book is hard-ish compared to watching a movie. And uh, reading a book to review is a bit different from reading a book for my own self. To make the review, I have to do a bit more research. For example, for the first uh, podcast episode, uh, it's on Deep Church by Dr. Jim Belcher. Now, there are so many reviews. That book was released uh, 10 years ago, and, there, and when it was released, there was so much noise. There was so much uh, people saying it was such a great book, so much people saying that it's not. So um, at this uh, 10 years later, I'm trying to make sense and adding my thoughts into that conversation. On the other hand, you have Dr. Uh, Drew Johnson, uh, which is the fifth uh, episode. Now, he wrote uh, the commentary on uh, Genesis 1-11, to and I think that he is not as well known as the other four authors, uh, Dr. Jim Belcher, uh, Dr. Russell Moore, uh, David Jeremiah, or uh, Skip Heitzig. So Drew Johnson is an author that is not very well known, um, so I have to research him a bit more, and I also try to uh, hope that more people will read it, even though he may not be as well known as the others. Okay, so that is the the reading and the review part. So I have to structure all my reviews and do a bit of research around the book and the authors and the team. Then we have the technical part. The technical part is things like the recording, the uploading, the distributing, and so on. So for example, for this uh, podcast, I, I had to research on microphones. I've, I've never dealt with microphones other than use them. So now I have to uh, research a bit on what is a good microphone for a podcast, the different types, the different costs, the different things I need to look at. And I got a good one for this podcast. Then after that, uh, we have editing software. I never used GarageBand before. Then I tried it out and I've tried different software and I figured out that um, to get a good one uh, to, to use for this podcast. And that's just the podcast. I also have to figure out on the hosting of the podcast, of the audio. And hosting the podcast is different from hosting the website. So I have two hosting services and both, I have to figure out uh, how to make those two things happen. Um, the podcast host, uh, I'm very happy to use a Bcast. Bcast is very new, but they have 
many interesting services. One of them is transcription. So after I have the audio or the podcast, I upload it and then I can click a button and I can get the, the transcription. The transcription, uh, so it's all written. So text to, uh, speech to text. So the text is not perfect, but it's, uh, I have to edit it. So that takes time as well. Um, but it's nice to have that services all packaged in this podcast service. In fact, I will leave an affiliate link at the bottom uh, because I think it's quite good. So if you are interested, you can just have a look at uh, this uh, Bcast as a podcast hosting service. So the other thing which I have to do um, is uh, social media. Yikes. Um, now, if you know me, I'm really not keen on the whole social media scene. I really don't like it because I'm just not into all that, that thing. Um, a bit old-fashioned even though I deal with the youth ministry. <laughs> Anyways, for this, uh, for this uh, podcast, I created a Twitter and Instagram. Uh, still not sure whether, but at this time, whether I want to create a Facebook uh, page. But anyways, um, I'm putting it out there. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to do with them. Uh, but I'm hoping that I can just use it as conversation rather than just uh, pure promo and advertising. Um, so, but anyways, I have those uh, social media channels if I need to. And I'll just, uh, at the moment, I, I just have to think about how, what am I going to do with them. So that's part of the learning curve, I guess. So there's a lot of learning curve in doing this uh, podcast, more than I, I thought. I thought all I would do is just uh, record and share. Uh, so I wouldn't be doing much more than what I normally do with uh, the, my friends or the young people here. But it looked, in the end, it came up that I had to spend quite a bit of time. So let's look into the future. I've already told you how some parts of, the, of this podcast came about and what is uh, required to get one episode out. Now let's just share a bit of my vision for this uh, Reading and Readers uh, project. After I look forward, and uh, I hope that in uh, six months' time, I would be able to apply for the Faith Lives uh, Affiliate Program. I don't know exactly all the details on what I will get or be able to benefit as an affiliate, but I am a big fan and a customer. <laughs> I've bought so many of the books. I'm hoping that by being an affiliate, there is something that I can offer to listeners or readers and uh, whether directly or indirectly. Okay, so that's what I'm hoping to do in six months' time. In six months' time, I'm also looking at Crossway's blog review program. They have a six months minimum for people to apply. And uh, if uh, I do get in, if they approve me, I will be able to access uh, pre-release books, which means that I can review some of those books earlier. And if I can review earlier, you can make an earlier buying decision. Now, that could be important if you are looking to buy a book for a friend or family uh, in time for their birthday or uh, Christmas or a special event. So I'm looking forward to that, to, to get uh, early reviews out so that you can make a timely buying decision. And uh, looking beyond six months, I, I have big hopes for this uh, podcast, but I do struggle with making sure I don't get too far ahead of myself. The important thing is whether we can build a community, whether we can get enough uh, people who are interested in, uh, in this uh, niche, in this uh, Christian book reviews, 
And if we can have a community of uh, people, then the things that I mentioned just now, like affiliates and uh, uh, blog uh, review program, those things uh, can easily happen. But if it's only just me talking to myself, <laughs> which is one of those uh, nightmares that I have regarding this podcast, you just uh, throw it out there and, uh, and the only person listening to it is uh, me. <laughs> so anyway, if uh, we can have a community that can gather together for Christian book reviews, the same way that there are communities that gather for camera or microphone reviews, or entertainment like music and movies. I mean, if they can have communities around those things, I think we can have a community for Christian book reviews. I'm sure there are people out there who love to read Christian books. Otherwise, all those books are published for, for who? I mean, it must be for people who like to read them, right? So I hope that, again, uh, enough people enjoy reading and listening to reviews like I do. So that's why uh, every episode I'll ask people to subscribe or write a review and even visit the website so that we can um, build this community. And there is a reason. I'm going to explain to you because maybe some of you don't know why. Why is it that every podcast asks that you subscribe or download or share the podcast with a friend? And the, and the reason is because when you subscribe, right, it actually does something to the algorithm. Okay, so there is this uh, way that these uh, channels and these uh, uh, podcasts can go up the ranks. When you search for something, what pops out? So what pops out depends on the level of interest. And what is the level of interest? It's dependent on subscription, downloads, and so on. Which means that the more people who like it, then the more people will see it. And this creates a virtuous cycle. And that is what uh, every podcast and every channel, YouTube channel and so on is going after. And what that means for this uh, podcast, Reading and Readers, is if you like it and you subscribe and you share with your friends and more people get into it, what happens is that the chances of this podcast coming up in a search becomes higher so that other readers, other would-be readers, uh, more likely to see this, and my hope is they can get introduced to good books. As uh, I mentioned early on, a good book can uh, turn a desert uh, into having some life and gain some, uh, how to say, a fresh perspective on their situation. I really do think so. There are so many books and I, I don't want to uh, review them here and now, but there's so many books that makes me savor the, the salvation that I have. There are books that uh, has made me humble uh, in, in, in the lives that I've seen the other saints. And you look at their lives. I mean, I was sharing with this uh, young brother and he said, uh, look at Eric Liddell, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I've read their mini biographies. And I'm so humbled by what they have done to, in their sacrifice for the faith. And yes, I can now have a conversation with this young man about, about all these uh, Christians and not, not so much like idolizing them, but sharing about what the faith has meant to the saints. And I think it's just a wonderful thing. I mean, if more people know who Amy Carmichael, Bonhoeffer, Liddell, Spurgeon, and so on, if they know more of these names, right, 
I think it would be a great benefit to the, to the Christian life. Okay, and I can go on. I can go on. But um, for now, I just want to say that uh, this is a behind-the-scenes look at Reading and Readers. If you like what you hear, if you like the book reviews, uh, share it with someone. Tell someone who likes to read or someone who you think would like to read one day and encourage them to, to listen and pick up a book to read. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, write a review and uh, visit the website readingandreaders.com And uh, with that, uh, thank you very much for listening. I don't know what the future holds, but I trust in God's providence. Until next time, keep reading.